The views expressed in this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of WVUD or the University of Delaware. WVUD and UD Information Technologies present Campus Voices, conversations with University of Delaware faculty, staff, and students about their teaching, research, service projects, and other interests. To introduce today's guest, here's your host, Richard Gordon, manager of the IT Communication Group at the University of Delaware. Thank you, Jason. And on today's Campus Voices, we're going to visit the UD Opera Theater, which on May 10th, 11th, and 12th, 2013, will be presenting Falstaff over in the Thompson Theater in the Roselle Center for the Arts. We took a trip recently to one of their rehearsals, and here's what we found. We're in the green room with large numbers of the cast of UD Opera Theater's upcoming presentation of Falstaff. And I'm going to talk right now with Blake Smith, who is directing the show. The University of Delaware Opera Theater is, it is our resident opera company, uh, which many people on the campus don't even know that we have. Um, however, we have the Department of Music uh, is the sponsoring organization for UD Opera Theater. Um, I am the artistic director of the company, and I also teach voice. I am an assistant professor of voice and opera, and the director of UD Opera Theater. And um, we, are, we usually present two productions a year, fully staged uh, with orchestra. And in the fall, we have a contemporary chamber opera series called Opera Now, which again focuses on works that have been produced in English that deal with contemporary subject matter, um, sometimes very edgy sort of modern language colloquialisms, sometimes violence, sometimes social uh, messages of social justice and, and things of that nature. And we do a more traditional operatic presentation in the spring in our main stage series. Um, and that, of course, is where Verdi's Falstaff comes in. Uh, Giuseppe Verdi, Verdi was one of the absolute seminal characters in Italian opera. Uh, Verdi was born in 1813, and so we're doing this as part of a 200th celebration of Verdi's birthday. Uh, and of course, many arts organizations throughout America are doing um, Verdi works in the fall, spring and fall of 2013 to, to celebrate Verdi's birthday. Verdi's Falstaff involves such a fascinating set of contributions by really important characters to the arts, uh, not just, of course, Shakespeare, the, you know, Shakespeare's wonderful plays, um, but also, of course, Verdi, and the libretto that was, uh, the libretto for Verdi's Falstaff, um, it was actually written by another opera composer as well, named Arrigo Boito, uh, who was a, a successful composer in his own right. And, of course, w one of the reasons we frequently uh, detail at its Verdi's Falstaff is not just because we want to associate Verdi with it, but because there have been other operatic adaptations of the plays. Um, this is actually the second Merry Wives of Windsor adaptation that we've done in my six years here. Um, so it's obviously a popular comedy with memorable characters like John Falstaff and some sassy wives who um, don't who don't really take kindly uh, to the implications of Falstaff's uh, love letters um, and some cute little turns with some mistaken identity and some little um, uh, some ruses around a wedding in the woods and some ghost stories that's a lot of really delightful things uh, we have we've had a great response to the work by by our younger students and by our more sort of mature opera lovers and so even though it's Verdi's last opera uh, he wrote it in 
after taking sort of going into retirement in the uh, the late 1860s or uh, early 1870s, Verdi came out of retirement to write two Shakespeare adaptations, one adaptation of Othello, and then of course this adaptation of Falstaff. And mostly Verdi's works, you associate his work with great emotional dramas and beautiful soaring melodies. And this is actually Verdi's last opera and his first comedy. Um, and he, he ends his compositional career in really rare form with a delightful piece. Um, there's something for families, something for, uh, there's something for everyone. It's just, it's a fun piece, not heavy, not, um, not inappropriate content or anything like that. Just a delightful, fun piece. And the kids are doing a fantastic job with it. I'm Mike Michalik. And I'm Pat Murray. And gentlemen, tell me a little bit about this opera. I mean, it's, it's not one that I know that much about. But Falstaff ends up getting his in the end, yet it still ends, doesn't it end with uh, everybody singing about how we're all fools and we all have to get along? Yeah, uh, Falstaff, even though, like you said, they do get him in the end and he gets what's coming to him, he has a way of twisting the words around that he can make everybody laugh and everybody just has a good time. Yeah, he, uh, he does all these wrongs to different people, yet he's so charming and does it in such a laughable way that the audience ends up loving him in the end anyway, so that uh, everybody kind of gets laughed at in the end, and that's what makes it such a great ending. Which of Shakespeare's plays is this opera based on? Mostly The Merry Wives of Windsor. Um, it's taken also from King Henry IV. It's, uh, the libretto was extracted by Ordigo Buito, who Verdi worked with um, on several operas, and he took bits and pieces of things, obviously not everything because it would be a very long show, um, but he extracted what was the most important parts and the most crucial for focusing on Falstaff. Now, in the action, does Falstaff get beaten up. I mean, there are pratfalls that you have to take when you're playing this role. Uh, yeah, in the uh, second scene of the third act, uh, we are met by all of our demons that we uh, that come to us after we've been discovered, after our plan's been kind of uh, unfurled, and then uh, we do get beaten up by the, by the demon spirits. <laughs> now, now, the demon spirits, as I recall, aren't, aren't, those, those, aren't those some of the people that Falstaff has <clears throat> wronged, dressed up? Yes, they're actually common townspeople that then they play a joke on us, or on, on Mike and I, and uh, they're trying to trick us into thinking that they are demons, although they're just simple people. What has being part of UD Opera Theater meant to you in terms of your education and what you think you're going to end up doing when you graduate? Uh, after this, I'll be finishing the master's program here, and I'd like to pursue a career in opera, so it's really been great for me learning the ins and outs of production backstage as well as singing on stage and what it takes to perform a role, what goes into the characterization, and how to make things work on our budget, I'll put it that way, and how to just get everything together at the end so we can pull off a really great show.
I'm a, I'm a little bit of a different story. Um, I'm a choral music education major, so that when I graduate, I'll be going out and looking for a job in, in uh, the public schools. And um, being part of opera theater here has helped me from the point of view that someday I'll be directing some of these shows and I'll be helping students uh, get into character and helping them along through this whole process. And uh, kind of being a part of this process on a university level um, has helped me uh, really figure out how I'm going to help my students in the future. Well, hello, my name is Gustavo Steiner Neves. I am from Brazil. I've been here in the United States for about eight, nine months. Uh, this is my second semester here at the University of Delaware. Uh, I'm a grad student, first year, uh, voice performance. And um, I've, I've just been here in the United States for this long. Before that, I did my undergrad in Brazil. I was a music ed major, since uh, we, we didn't have a voice performance major in there. And after that, I, I just wanted to sing. So I came here to the United States uh, to do my uh, master's degree in voice performance. What kinds of stuff did you sing back in Brazil? Mostly choir music. I was in the choir there. Uh, actually, this in uh, Faust of Productions is going to be my first solo singing with an orchestra. So it's uh, very exciting. This is going to be my uh, debut. <laughs> um, and you're singing the role of Fenton? Yes, I'm singing Fenton. It's uh, the romantic couple, Fenton and Aneta. Uh, they are just trying to get together while all the mess is going on around them, uh, all the, the tricks with Faustoff. Their Fenton is just there to, to get to Naneta. <laughs> Have you actually learned Italian? Is it close or is it close enough to Portuguese that you have an advantage? I've never studied Italian. It's similar to Portuguese uh, and that is actually tricky because Portuguese have very nasal vowels and I usually carry them to the Italian and that's not a good idea. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of, of of that, but yeah, they're similar and that's tricky. What have you found most difficult about singing and acting at the same time? Well, everything. <laughs> thinking about the technique, thinking about the music while doing other stuff, it's, it's, it's a lot to process. So uh, I usually just try to learn the music early on, so when we start rehearsals, that is already uh, in my head and I don't need to worry about that anymore and I can just focus on acting and on just moving on stage and, and reacting to other singers. You came here all the way from Brazil. Why the University of Delaware for vocal performance? 
Well, I, I did a lot of research. Uh, I wanted to study in the United States, so I just looked through a lot of universities here. And I just chose the ones that I liked the most. And, and here at the University of Delaware, I really liked the, the faculty. I liked uh, the, the facilities. Uh, it, was, it was just really, uh, I really liked everything about Delaware. I just wanted to come here. <laughs> My name is Elizabeth Askins. I am a senior at UD and I am playing Nanetta in Falstaff. My major is vocal performance and I'm a senior graduating next, I guess this month. <laughs> what are you going to be doing next? I am going to be a voice teacher at a sleepaway camp for girls this summer and then auditioning and hopefully starting my career in singing. And the scene I just watched looked like you and your intended got caught. <laughs> Yes, well I'm actually intended to somebody else, so in this scene I am with actually the love of my life who I would like to marry, but we are sort of forbidden, so we sneak around the whole show and try not to get caught and just hoping to spend those few treasured minutes together. Opera, I mean for people that don't know, opera is just basically sitcom and soap opera done up fancy. Yes, it really is. Um, for those people that don't know, it is being sung in Italian, but we have English subtitles on the top, so everyone will know what's going on, and it's really not much different than people today. Well, you better go take your break. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thank you. We're on the set of Falstaff, talking with Assistant Director Ronnie Cohen. What's your major? I'm a second-year grad, and I'm also a music person, music performance. What, what do you perform? I sing. You sing? Mm -hmm. What have you, we're, what's going on here? It looks like we're, we're, it's before rehearsal, we're moving set pieces around. What do we have up here? Sure, so the way that this actually works is in order to have multiple sets available to us in a smaller space, like we have smaller wings back here, we actually have them up on these wagons where one side of the wall is painted as the interior of one room and the other side of the wall, which can be rotated 180 degrees, is painted as the interior of, or the exterior of another room. Um, in this situation, we actually have the interior of the Ford's house and on the flip side, it's the exterior of the Garter Inn. What's been particularly challenging for you and the people working on the sets um, about this production? Well, the thing, about, the thing about this room in particular is that we actually have a, a significant amount of height and actually, believe it or not, not a significant, a significant amount of depth into the wings. So the problem is getting things vertical, so bringing them in and building them up. How does it affect the sound for the singers? We have to be careful. Uh, as singers in this room, we need to make sure that our faces are directed immediately out into the audience. If you tilt your head just the right amount in either direction, your sound will get lost because we have so much vertical space. This is one of many different rooms here in the Roselle Center for the Arts. This is the Thompson Theater? Correct. How many people does it hold? I believe this holds about 400 people, depending on whether or not the pit is up or lowered. In this case, it's lowered, so I think it's a little under 400. How many, include, including these people down in the pit, how many, how many people are involved in this production? Oh man, so we actually have 46 cast members. I think we have about 10 student production assistants, and our pit, I believe, is 25 people, and then Dr. Anderson, our conductor, so that would make 26. A couple, you know, about, about 100 
people probably total in this production. And these are, I think there's one exception maybe, but it's just about everybody is a University of Delaware student. I believe so, yes. If not a University of Delaware student, they're a faculty member or a staff member, even our lighting designer is a staff member here. What do you think you're going to do after you finish your graduate degree? Well, actually, my end goal is I'd like to be a voice teacher, a private voice teacher, and to do something similar like what Dr. Smith does, where he will teach private students as well as direct an opera at a university. Are you having a good time as an assistant director instead of singing? Well, you know, I think that there are, there are perks to either side of it. Um, when you're singing, you have a little bit more of like prescribed information that you have to deliver, whereas you're, as a director, you have a little more artistic freedom to create scenes and create pictures. Um, but I do love singing, and I have sung three major roles with the UD Opera Company. So, What have you sung? Um, when I was a sophomore, I actually sang Anne Page in The Merry Wives of Windsor, which is the Otto Nikolai of this right. story. Um, and then my junior year, I sang Miss Wordsworth in uh, Albert Herring by Benjamin Britten, which we did in the loudest recital hall in the other building. And then my senior year here, I sang Adele in Deflator Mouse, which we actually did in Puglisi Orchestra Hall. So I've had a fair share of different rooms singing in this building. <laughs> Any last words you, the assistant director, want to tell me about this production? Absolutely. This is where I get to spend my 24th birthday, so you should come and see it too because it's going to be fantastic. Because <laughs> it's going to make you laugh, and it's going to make you feel bad for people, and it's going to make you excited, and you're just never going to have anything else quite like this. I'm Marie Ferguson. I'm a first year grad student here at UD, and I'm singing Alice in Falstaff. Now, what happens with Alice? I forget which one of the, is she one of the ones who messes around with Falstaff? She's, she's one of the merry wives, and she uh, tries to make him think that she's going to mess around with him, but she doesn't. So she, she's one of the two wives that he writes his yeah, love letters to at the beginning. Right, right. He tries to deceive them, but the wives kind of outdo him. They outwit him, for sure. What's been fun for you about this production? Uh, a lot of things. Um, it's, been, I, it's my first time doing a Verdi opera, which has been awesome. Uh, a little more challenging than other things, which has been great. Um, it's wonderful that it's a comedy, so there are lots of jokes going on all the time, and and you can really, you know, get into it with your friends and just have a good time. So I love the fact that it's a comedy. It's really great. But the jokes are in Italian. The jokes are in Italian, but there are the super subtitles, supertitles. So you can tell what's going on, and it's great to like read about the story beforehand and get a good idea of kind of what's going on, just so you really know, and then you really get the jokes and everything that's going on. You're a first year grad student. What do you think you're going to do when you get your master's? Well, after I get my master's, I'd love to teach voice um, and hopefully do a young artist program eventually. That would be wonderful. I would, I'd be thrilled to be able to do something like that. Almost like you are a sort of, sort of apprentice in an opera house. Um, so you learn from the singers there, so and you're you. Apprenticing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you get to um, do anything mean to Falstaff at the end? Do you get to hit him? 
Are there we, any any, any slapstick to, comedy? We do. We get um we say the words over and over like pizzica, stuzica, which are like we're pinching him and we're teasing him. So we get to do that at the end. It's kind of I guess the old-fashioned in those times way that I guess women would tease. And that, that would be socially appropriate, I guess. <laughs> You're allowed to pinch them and tease them. So, thank you. You're welcome. We're about to talk with Billy Wales. Billy, what what what's your major? I'm a music education major. I'm a junior, and I am from uh, Princeton, New Jersey. You are singing in Falstaff. I am um, playing the role of Dr. Caius, uh, who is um, an older older man. He gets in the beginning. He gets hoodwinked by Falstaff, and he gets all of his money stolen by his servants. Um, so we're trying to get back at him and make a fool of him throughout the entire town. And in the last act, that is indeed what happens, isn't it? Most definitely. What does this program mean for you? I mean, what, what's been great, good for you about being in this program and getting to sing with the UD Opera Theater? Um, I really enjoy the connection between the people. I also enjoy the, the difficulty of the music and um, just the connection from the people. There's so many nice people that you get to meet throughout this entire experience that you didn't know before. Will being part of these UD Opera Theater productions help you as you're looking for a job, teaching music, or whatever it is you want to be doing? Um, I really hope it does. I mean, the experience itself is teaching me a lot about how to learn music and how to teach teach it as well um, through my own experience of, of, uh, of learning it from from scratch and not knowing anything about it. I'd say that this is a very good opportunity and uh, uh, as a performer and as a teacher in one. Hello, my name is Tom Kukler. I'm a freshman music education major from Cheltenham, Pennsylvania. And in Falstaff, I'll be singing Pistola. This is my very first opera ever. And also, obviously, my first opera with UD Opera Theater as well. Why don't you um, tell us what it's been like being a rookie and singing one of the named roles. It was really, really intimidating at the beginning because I had no idea what I was getting into. I'd done musical theater in high school and stuff like that, but never opera. And uh, the level of preparation required, I, I really, um, I, it was intimidating. And I felt myself uh, in the beginning needing to catch up. But uh, by now, I feel like I'm having a, a ton of fun with it. Uh, Singing one of the named roles has been uh, a very humbling experience, but also very rewarding, and uh, I'm enjoying every second of it. What makes this so much more difficult than some of the things you did while you were in high school? Uh, well, everything in high school I did was in English, which is the language I speak, and this is in Italian. So uh, not only learning the Italian, but learning what everything means, uh, and, then and then what everyone else around me is saying so that I can react to. Uh, it's just been... Uh, much more difficult than anything I've had to do, but uh, at the same time, that much more rewarding getting out of it off this uh, learning experience. Verdi's Falstaff was not something you were used to listening to. No, it's a lot less melodic than a lot of the music I've I've worked with in the past. Uh, not as many you know melodic themes running through everything that you can kind of latch onto. It's a lot more spontaneous in that, and uh, a lot more intricate. 
How hard is it to sing in Italian oh. while you're acting? Extremely difficult because you need to, there's a lot of different levels where you're singing in Italian, so you got to get the Italian right. You also got to know what you're saying in English, and then you got to know how to portray that and to make it readable to the people in the audience. So it's extremely, extremely difficult. What do you hope to do with your degree when you graduate from UD? Uh, after graduating from UD, I'm hoping to teach music uh, on any level, elementary, middle school, or high school. I, I do especially like middle school music, actually, but um, anywhere I can teach would be great. And ultimately, I'd uh, like to teach, I'd like to direct choirs in the university, but coming straight out of UD, I'd like to be teaching music in a public school or a private school anywhere. I am Marat Maradov. I am a music education major with a voice primary. I'm from Newtown, Pennsylvania and I'm singing Pistola in Falstaff. Now we already interviewed uh, another student who's singing that role. Tell us about how the double casting works. So one of the biggest uh, benefits from having a double cast is that you have a partner to work on the music with. That's a very nice way to tackle something as difficult as learning Falstaff. Um, the way that we usually split up our participation is that you ran this part last time, I'll run it next time. So we try to split things evenly so we both get a fair chance at the music. One of the hardest things about doing this is learning it, so that's the first thing that we're trying to do. Uh, we get this score a bit early, so we're expected to have learned the music coming in the first time. And one thing that always helps is getting together and looking at what does this actually mean, what are we saying here, and acting it on your own and with each other so that you can actually learn what you're trying to say. And now let's talk again with Professor Blake Smith from the University of Delaware's Department of Music. One of, the, one of the fascinating things about the concept of preparing people to be teachers, a good bit of that is, of course, just practical instruction and how to prepare lessons, how to organize content, how to run and manage a classroom. But music is one of those unique things where your passion and commitment to what you do is ultimately going to be the single most important thing about your success as a teacher. In the face of the difficulties in teaching young people, um, the passion for your content is the core of all of that. We obviously have a lot of people who are here to learn to be professional singers. That's not, that's not all that's really going on here. My, my philosophy behind why we do fully staged productions like this, especially involving kids who aren't necessarily trying to be great singers, is that um, the most important thing as a singer, the most important thing as a teacher, is that you love music more than anyone else in the room that you're with. And what better way to train these young singers to really love and understand music than to put them in contact with the absolute greats. And that experience, the idea of experiencing the greats, touching the masterpieces, there's just nothing quite like it. And, um, and I think that having the experience of dealing intimately with these incredibly important works will completely change these kids' future. This weekend, uh, May 10th through 12th, UD Opera Theatre will be performing Verdi's comic masterpiece, uh, Falstaff, in Thompson Theatre uh, in the Roselle Center for the Arts. One can go by the, the uh, CFA box office and get tickets, or, or call the music office uh, if you have any questions. There's no character quite like Falstaff, and there's no, way to, no better way to spend Mother's Day weekend, and we promise we'll keep Falstaff far away from your mother. <laughs>
During this episode of Campus Voices, you heard Mike Michalik singing the part of Falstaff, A.J. Ryder singing the part of Ford, Gustavo Steiner Nevis singing Fenton, Nanetta was sung by Elizabeth Askins, and you also got to hear Marie Ferguson in the role of Mrs. Ford. For more information about this and other University of Delaware Music Department events, go to www.music.udel.edu. Thanks for listening to Campus Voices, a collaboration between WVUD, the broadcast voice of the University of Delaware, and UD Information Technologies. The views expressed on this program are those of the individual guests and do not necessarily reflect the official views or policies of WVUD, UD Information Technologies, or the University of Delaware. For more information about Campus Voices and to find archive copies of this and other episodes, visit our website. Using all lowercase letters, go to www.udel.edu slash campusvoices. We invite you to tune in every Thursday morning at 8.30 for Campus Voices on 91.3 FM, WVUD, and WVUD HD1, Newark, or online at wvud.org.